are back. Don't touch my hair. Thank you so much for everyone that had watched last week. This week we have some interesting, kind of controversial, but I think that's something that we definitely want to touch on. Of course, no further ado, my name is B. I'm Wes Dayton. I'm Tay J. So before we open up and kind of get into the nitty gritty, we always like to open up with our questions to open up about the topic. So I'm going to have Wes go ahead and ask the first question. <laughs> okay, the first question is. Ooh, you look at I'm, I'm, okay. I'm looking at the wrong shit. Here. Um, I got it, I got it. <laughs> so the first question is Have you ever been asked if your hair is real? <laughs> Tink! <laughs> no, my shit's all natural. Yeah, I didn't know that. Who got the next one? I've got it. All right. Have you ever been at a party and a song comes on and it has the N-word in it and all of the white people in the room say it? Wow. That was a quick one. Um, all right. Cheers yeah. again. Well, I knew where that question was going. <laughs> all right. Third question. Have you ever been asked, you must play a sport? Basketball or football, right? Yeah. <laughs> what sport did you play, Wes? Played basketball. I guess you I know. have been asked that, but no. <laughs> no, that, that I used to get that one all the time. Like, yeah. people would always be like, "You must play a sport, don't you?" <laughs> don't Coach you, Skipper? You know. <laughs> Shout out to Minnesota Skippers. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I used to get that one all the time. Was it me? Uh, I'm up. Yeah. What I got? Let's uh, see what I've got. Number four. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Have you ever heard the comment, look, I'm almost as dark as you? Look! Oh! Oh! <laughs> Oh gosh. Yes, I have heard that one. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. this one's for Yeah, I've been splitting them up. We got to I'm breaking these up. Because. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you go to school? Chanhassen, Minnesota. Oh, where'd you go to college? Wisconsin. Are you taking half shots? The University of oh, Madison. Madison. All right, that's, that's where we're more. All right, here that, we go. I'm you know sweating. I didn't, I didn't go to college with them. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh -huh. Golly. Golly. Yeah, Another question is, have you ever been asked if you know your dad or if your dad's in your life? Oh my gosh, yeah. My parents have been married for 30 something years. Yep, me too. That. You need four too. Yeah, oh my I gosh. To pour up. Yes, I have been asked that. Dude. Yep. Dang, what JJ's going to What's your dad do? Is he in jail? <laughs> is he in your life? Is he in jail? You ain't, you ain't throw no hands for that one? This was more when I was young. <laughs> this was when I wasn't woke yet, okay? We'll get into that later. Y'all will learn some interesting oh, my, my stomach feeling all I know. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I feel like this is like... <laughs> yeah! Woo! Okay, ooh, shit. We got an aftertaste on that one. Yep. We got one more question or is that it? <laughs> I hope nope. that's it. Next quest last question is, have you ever been followed in a store? Man, come on. Uh, uh, you ain't been Lord. followed? Yes, I have. I said, pour up for everybody. I said, pour up for everybody. 
about to say, I know you lying. I feel like a lot of these questions, we've all been together when it's happened, mm -hmm. so we've all been drinking. Some of them, yeah. Right. The stores, yeah. Did you put I was waiting for you to pour some, but it's okay. No, I got I'll take what I, I have left. No, no, I got you. <laughs> Cheers. Yeah. Hold on. Okay. Alright, here we go. What are we cheers? Six for what? six. What are we cheers into? We gotta cheers to something for this She one. already took it. <laughs> Look at her face. Yo, this is a lot. To being black and beautiful. We'll cheers to that. This you is might a, as well touch the glass. This is a lot. Yeah, yeah. Well. Do you just realize we took like six shots in I the last think like we, two minutes? Three. I still haven't even taken mine. <laughs> yeah, look at your, your little glasses next to you. Oh, shit. Okay. Woo! That's, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, not alcoholics. Just a little bit. Alright. No, so, um, a lot of those questions were just to kind of segue into what the topic we're going to be talking about today. Um, it's kind of relevant to everything that's been going on in the last couple of days with as far as racism in America, but more specifically for us, Minnesota, and um, some of the things that we have experienced. So B, you kick it off. Tell us what is racism to you. Mm. That is a loaded, I felt that in my chest. I don't know if it's from the shot or from the question. Yeah. Racism to me is, I think of Emmett Till. I always go back to Emmett Till. I don't know why, I feel like Emmett Till was like my brother in the past life. Like, racism is. I can't. No. You know what? I can't Using even start. Using your power. TJ, go ahead because I. Uh, I'll take this one. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, racism to me is pretty much the power to. Uh, Systematic the, yeah, power. It's, 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 you know, it, but it's not only systematic. It can be emotional. Like racism is the power to affect people's daily lives, in my opinion, in a negative way. Prejudice and, behind it. You know, there's a lot of prejudice and everything like that. Um, racism is systematic. Um, it's social. It's yeah. emotional. Like, and it has the ability to affect generations and generations and generations. It's a disease. It's Racism in America is so American, it's like baseball to the point that where when something is called out for being racist, which is racist, a lot of people feel you're being un-American. Almost mm -hmm. like the, the Colin Kaepernick kneeling for the flag. Like, mm -hmm. uh, what, he was, what he was addressing was a very prominent issue in the community. Mm -hmm. And he, he even consulted former veterans on the issue about how he should go about it. And that, that was kind of what they gave him. But because, you know, the American flag and everything like that is so American that they couldn't even address what he was standing up for. So uh, to me, racism is, is a combination of all that I stuff. I mean, it holds power, yeah. Just any way to, to get over, you know, the minor minorities, you know. Like I said, I could go into like the workplace, I could go into a lot of things of power, you know, how many CEOs do you see are black or how many vice presidents or, you know. Or just... if you do, it's always considered a black company. Yeah. You know, like, oh, they're the CEO of this predominantly black XYZ. And I think it's just a, a big part of discrimination and discriminating. Like, you're white, we're black, 
Yeah. And this is what it is. And it's probably like, oh, well, maybe like black people don't work as hard to get to that point. It, really? So, so you, because a lot of Americans say you work hard, you will get what you want in life. You will get to where you want to be. But like, how, how true is that for everybody? Everybody yeah. has different backgrounds. The American dream isn't <laughs> always what people make it seem. Like, there's so many, there's so many hurdles that are put in front of us as black people, um, as far as like laws and you know, redlining and things like that, that keep us where they want us in society. Mm-hmm. Uh, so specifically Minnesota, because that's where we grew up. You know, that's where we are from. Mm-hmm. How, how, do, how, do you, how does racism in Minnesota, what's it like? Just being black in Minnesota, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. It's constantly like, I feel like I'm constantly that, that little kid in a classroom where you walk in and you're the only colored person. I feel like that's how it, it's always been. Mm-hmm. And that's how I, I view it. Like even now, us being in our mid-20s, we go out and it's like we're still that little kid that is the only person that, we're the only people that look like us. Mm-hmm. You know, unless obviously we're together, but like it's so prominent that we're, we're the minority. We're always going to be the minority. It's always going to be against, it's always going to be, you know, whites against us or you know, other races against us, like we're our own people, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I, in Minnesota, for me, racism is very passive aggressive compared mm-hmm. to like other places where, like maybe like a down south or mm-hmm. like I feel like Midwest racism is very, um, it's loaded in the questions people ask, it's mm-hmm. loaded in the comments people make, you know, um, certain things like that, like the certain opportunities you don't get, you know. I think you have to work 10 times harder than the average person to get to where you want to be. Definitely. Yeah, exactly. It's not about, oh, you work hard, you get what you want. No, we have to work 10 times harder right. to get to where we want. It's just to stand out. To bring, to bring it back to basketball, my, my, my dad always used to tell me that um, my grandpa would say when they would play like predominantly white teams, he'd say, if you don't win by 10, you ain't going to win. Mm-hmm. And basically meaning you had to be that much better to to win against that. And I think that same thing applies and can apply in life a lot of times for black people. And that, I think it sucks because it can be, it can wear on you mentally, mm-hmm. you know. And that's why you see a lot of people who are, who are just oppressed so much by the system that they give up, you know. They stop trying, mm-hmm. you know. It's, it, it can be hard. It's a hard. It's a hard thing to deal with. Right. I mean, but just being black, we've always had targets on our backs. Um, I mean, we all grew up in like predominantly white communities, but um, for you know our other fellow black Americans that are in predominantly black areas, I mean, the the, the system out there is just extremely different. I mean, I, I even talked to my friend the other day. They said they got pulled over. Um, for, for speeding and they, they smelled weed on the guy and all that and they're like, you know, I could give you a ticket for, for having marijuana in the car right now, but like, we're not going to get into it. Keep in mind, this was a white American who the cop was like, yeah, I could give you a ticket. Mm-hmm. You go to a black community, you got weed on you, they're searching your car, they're pulling you out, they're driving you out. Like, it, not it's only just that, totally... you're getting shot. Like, <laughs> you're getting <laughs> you shot. gotta worry about... Eight, you're getting shot eight times. A, a eight traffic times, stop. You know, for a traffic stop. Yeah. You know? And it's crazy, and it kind of brings it back to the, you know, George, was it George Floyd that just mm-hmm. recently got shot like mm-hmm. a year or so ago? Like, that type of stuff where it's just like the blatant disregard for us as human beings is, is, is getting old to me. And it's sad to see, and I just pray for his family. And um, It's disgusting. Yeah. I think it's 
plain white disgusting. I think it's crazy how cops don't even know their own law. How are you going to be a cop and you're meant to protect us, but people are afraid of you? Right. Our own people are afraid of you because of things that happened to George Floyd. Like, I've always been taught, you know, respect the police, do what you're told. I, I do what I'm told, I respect them, but I still, when they come up, like, if I've been pulled over, I'm shaking. Like, it's, it's, I, real it's fear. scary. It's and, real fear. And the thing it's is, weird. it's all because of this. And it, it's, it's real fear, no matter where you grew up. Like, I, I, I grew up a lot of good portion of my life in Minneapolis, and then we ended up moving out to Minnetonka, which is predominantly white area. Um, Minnetonka cops don't. No, they don't play. Minnetonka and Eden Prairie. I've been pulled over yeah. in Minnetonka with a nicer car, and yeah. it's it's real fear. Like, and I, I after I, after I finally get out of that situation, I sit there for a second, and I'm just like, like, damn, like, why does fear come over me like that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I know I didn't do or anything. anything deserving of being shot, mm-hmm. right? Because it's the thing you never know what can happen, yeah. no matter where you're from. No matter where you mm-hmm. come from, no matter how nice you look, like right. it doesn't matter. Right. You know, no matter if you comply or run. Yeah. You, like you might get shot just right. for being there, Yeah, they're right. scared of you. They pull you over for you know you didn't put your turn signal on early enough, and they're afraid all of a sudden of us just because, like you said, they pull up and see we're we're black. Like, right. But but then you get a lot of these a lot of these school shooters, which are predominantly white. Just had to point that out. Um, <laughs> these school shooters who shoot up hundreds of kids, and then they get to fucking Burger King <laughs> on, the way, on the way to jail. Like, that shit don't make sense to me. But but black people are getting shot over showing, grabbing they fucking, um, right. and it's because they, they gun license and they right. license, and license to carry and shit like that. Yeah. It's just crazy to me. Mm-hmm. It's because, oh, maybe that person shouldn't have like said this. Maybe they shouldn't have been arguing with the cop. I, I see always... white Americans arguing with cops. I see plenty of videos of them. Mm-hmm. And arguing. They're not they getting drunk. Right. They be swinging on cops. <laughs> like, saw this older yeah. lady getting pulled. And yeah, mm-hmm. she was mean. Yeah, no. Was that on Facebook? Yeah. Was yes. Was <laughs> 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 she trying to pull off? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So, but like, even back to the whole thing, like being, you know, being privileged where we are and, you know, growing up the way that we did in predominantly white neighborhoods, like, have you ever been pulled over, Taylor, in your new car? I know me and Taylor both have newer cars that are nice. Like, have you been pulled over? I haven't been pulled over, but I would suspect that if they were to ask for my driver's license and registration, they would kind of be questioning, like, you know, how is she in this vehicle? Whose vehicle is it? And that's just always in the back of my mind. Like, why can't we just be us? I mean, I can tell you this. I mean, I, you know, my my dad was, he worked for the Minneapolis police or uh, fire department. He was a captain, all that. So, like, we've got stickers. The fact that we put firefighter, Minneapolis firefighter stickers on our cars so cops will kind of be a little bit more lenient, a little less scared, like, that's telling you something. We mm-hmm. we do that so hopefully when they see that sticker they'll act, you know. But that's right. that's a perspective <laughs> that a lot of people don't get is that we have to be conscious about things that most Americans don't have to think about. You right. Know? Like right. we're constantly thinking of that stuff just to make our day to day lives easier. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say like racism is so like ingrained into our society that it feels normal. To people mm-hmm. for that stuff to happen mm-hmm. and that kind of segues into my next question which is racism racism has become so 
like ingrained in society, society that it affects how our own people see ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, how have you seen that kind of like, affect, our, affect <laughs> can, our own community? I can. I mean, I can dig into like my personal experience. I mean, as, growing up, like I said, came from a predominantly white area. Um, I, I used to dance at a dance studio over on the north side. I was so scared of our race. I was. I feared black people. I would run to my car. I would. I would act like a, a scaredy cat because of just the way you know the news portrays African Americans. You know, we're always in the spotlight. You know, white Americans are doing the same things, but we're just you know taking more spotlight. I would fear. I would cry. I hate being. I hated being black. I, like it's just we're so divided and it, it just because of the news that like I so you, I had such a skewed image on my own people it was just you say that, so you say that's mostly because of the media and how they I, I completely agree with that because yeah. you think about all the the stuff you see of black people in movies and on yeah they show someone even the people that get killed by police what's the first thing they show so a mugshot thugs you yeah know? they show something like that yeah or the innocent you know the innocent blacks that you know they dig up their pictures they try to find a picture of them partying or doing something but you know a white American gets killed and it's like they got a high school graduate they got a family yeah. photo yeah. Everybody, yeah. everybody's like <laughs> yeah you yeah. just killed eight people like, right right like, like it's, it's the movie yeah. theater you know when they shot up them like yes. I don't get yeah wow. yeah wow we don't kill in bulk like that you the sad thing is we do kill our own people we but, he, but, but like, hold on hold on <laughs> that, that, that bullshit that people talk about all oh, black on black crime there white people kill other white people yeah. just as much as every other race killed it's about proximity yeah it's really about proximity and who you're close to what they're showing and what they're not we, showing <laughs> We kill other black people because we're, we, they, they make sure we live by other black people. Right. Like, that's why. Right. White people kill other white people because it's y'all... Like because people, Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> gentrification. They, they, we, we, everyone, they make the laws they, they make sure that it. everyone yep. stays proportionately around their people. Yep. You know? Well, I think our old house... So house like that, that, that shit's a myth. That shit is a complete yeah. myth. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, sorry. Like what house did you grow up in, Taylor? Well, we, when we were in Minneapolis, we grew up in a house, I think in the agreement of the mortgage or something there was something about like um about black black people can't live in the neighborhood or so it was like an old yeah right. it was yeah. old but yeah i mean yeah. The, when segregation was going all of that but we were in an area where it was like oh this house cannot be sold to like a black american or whatever right and I, and I think that's or they'll, they'll, they'll do it slick like they'll put like no section eight or shit like that you know to 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 almost limit who can move in there Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. it's it, it's very like slick how it's done. With the idea, of yeah. Black people are <laughs> Section Eight, which is crazy yeah, to me right. because I live in a six-figure home, so mm-hmm. it's like, you know, we're not even in that the but, demographic. But, but even if that was the case, like, if you could do your research, <laughs> education is key. They're not going to teach you everything. Mm-hmm. The reason why welfare was started was during I forget which war. It was during a war where. A lot of um, white Americans, all Americans, were going off to fight in the war. White women started welfare mm-hmm. because they needed relief while their husbands were off fighting in the war. Mm-hmm. So that, uh, that's where a lot of that started. So now that when you hear welfare, what do you think? Black people. You know what I'm saying? I think of a baby mama yeah. sitting on the side waiting for the bus with three of her kids. One's in the stroller. She's on the phone. Like, she got those long, like, mm. you know what I mean? And, that, and I feel like that's what a lot of people think. Like, but, but that's the narrative because you got to think about who controls the media. Who controls right. the media? Who controls mm-hmm. what images people see? White who controls education? White supremacists. Like, 
think 100%. about it. Like all the all the these major companies that are built off, you know, long time history with, mm-hmm. you know, it's you know a lot of that stuff is built off plantation money. But I feel like the the issue, like I mean, even with the school, and like you said, like yeah, we learn about a little taste of Black history, but we we don't learn about diversity, none of that. We so, get a month, like we get a month of a hundred years, Maybe and it's the shortest month of years the year. More. Keep in mind, it's about 27, 28 days, twenty or twenty eight days. 20 mm-hmm. We got the shortest. We got the shortest month of the year. Wow, I never even thought about. Oh that. yeah, February. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> but. You know, kind so, of transitioning. Right, go ahead. Oh, you want to I, 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 I just want to hear about you guys. I want to hear about everybody's <laughs> experience growing up because I think we all, no, like I said, sure. different and we'll get, communities. We'll, we'll get into it, but I, I know yeah. Wes has a, okay. a whole other topic that I'm about to go off on. So, <laughs> I'm about to blow this so, whole <laughs> up. So, so, you know, me, I grew up in Minneapolis around a lot of black people up and then we ended up moving out to Minnetonka a little bit later in life where it was predominantly you know white community uh, and I hear this a lot you know in our community as far as like dating opposite races and stuff like that so we I kind of want to talk about that and like how has how has that affected you dating out dating out let's start with dating outside of your race 100 percent um I would say my, <laughs> I have definitely, and I know TJ is thinking of the exact person. I know she's thinking of the exact person. I have dated outside of my race. I have dated a Caucasian. Ethnicity, let's say that. Cause yes. e- People always yeah. talk about ethnicity, that's race. That, God damn, damn, damn. That's, how, that's how crazy like racism is. It Job application. You, it makes you think that like you're a completely different race than the human race as a black person. Mm-hmm. Like, we're just another ethnicity. Okay. Yep, it'll say black or African descent on the application. <laughs> or other. That's another, that's yeah, another, that's another topic. topic. My bad. I, I, had, no, to, I had to correct myself. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I have definitely dated outside of my race. I have ethnicity. dated ethnicity, sorry. I have <laughs> dated a Caucasian before. Now, this was when I was 19. I wasn't as familiar with, you know, dating different ethnicities. I have definitely had those questions that we took shots to asked by that Caucasian man that I was dating at the time. Um, We did date for about a year, and there was a lot of cultural differences in the sense of, like, we had got pulled over before, and I've had my ID asked and not his ID asked before. You know, certain things where it's like, why, why am I the only one that's getting questioned and he's not getting questioned? He's the one driving. You know, I'm just a passenger. I'm, you know, I'm right next to him. <laughs> so I've definitely had situations where I'm like, like the color of your skin is definitely a factor, 100%. <laughs> just go right got? into me, okay. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like I said, growing up in a predominantly white community i mean that's usually who i was more attracted attracted to growing up just because that was what was there i mean the the three black kids in my school were like me two girls and like one guy so like i i didn't really have much to pick off but like so i was always attracted to you know the white race i mean i'm very open it's more like i i see people individually it's not necessarily like oh one predominant race or not Mm -hmm. or ethnicity um but i just i i mean i've noticed that 
um, like white guys that are attracted to me, I feel like they 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 want to keep it some type of secret. Like mm-hmm. it's they're like ashamed to be attracted to a black girl. And I, I, I honestly I've noticed it more um, in the older like you know thirty plus forty plus. I I, I feel like white guys that hit on me it's usually people that are a little bit older yeah. um or except like when i was in college um in, in high school i felt like white guys kind of like oh i could tell they're kind of attracted to me but they're scared like oh no like she's black they're, like, it's weird. It's, they're unfamiliar right. Yeah, yeah but like college i kind of noticed more but it always seemed like it was more secretive like oh i don't want to let my buddies know like i'm attracted yep. to this girl like that's not right like she's yeah. black like people are going to judge me you know like we play never have I ever all the time and, and like black girls like never have I ever like been attracted to a black girl like kissed a black girl you know done something and then it, it's just weird like why are we your game it's, mm-hmm. it's like you know mm-hmm. so, so <laughs> question have you ever heard the the question or have you heard someone say like oh my god you're so like exotic oh yeah. you're so pretty for yeah. a black girl yeah, yeah. oh yeah you're so That's pretty a, for a black girl yeah. yes or, I'm not used. To, I'm not usually attracted to black girls, but I'm attracted to you. Or like, oh, you're not like the rest. You're different. Like you have straight hair. Like you're. You talk you're not different. black. You act yeah, you are, you're like, not like them. And I'm like, what? What do you mean? What, is, <laughs> like, what does that mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, and I, I get what they're saying in the sense of like, you're not ghetto. You don't have kids. Like, you speak proper English. Or like, oh, you're white for a black girl. Yeah. Like, but it's. And growing what up, that, that was like, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm different. Like, that's where oh, I yeah. say, that's where I say a lot of the racism in Minnesota is so like loaded. <laughs> it's passive aggressive. Like, and I'd rather just be like, hey, nigger. Like, hey, nigger. Why don't hold they the door for me? Like, <laughs> like, I'd rather you or, like, do that than, than, really? than say some shit like you would that. Rather I'd rather have, just be out in the open. You would really rather have someone say that. Yeah. Then versus them being well, and I'm and like yeah, I, 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 yeah, I have more respect. I'd have more respect for you if you did it that. If you ever just now open about you it, you might get your ass whooped either way. <laughs> yeah. but, but I feel like we were always like someone's black friend, like oh, yeah. like. <laughs> I, but I have black friends. Or like oh, but you're black. like you know I'm just you know, kidding. I'm just kidding. But are you? Know, you? Yeah. Like, are you? Oh, like they turn the lights off. Oh, where'd Taylor go? <laughs> oh, you know I'm kidding. No, no, I, I get that. Right. No, I totally get that. Like for me, we're like, oh, I can use the N word because like I have a black friend. Right. I'm not racist. Right. I like black. People. I love black people. I love. I have culture. black teammates. You yeah. know, my second cousin's girlfriend's mom is black. Yeah. Like, right. goofy shit. No, I feel it. Back to the dating thing, though, for me, um, I don't discriminate, so all races hit me up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I will say this. Uh, I've really noticed it, you know, in dating outside of my race, just as far as, like, like, like you said, like, it's almost like the, it's a taboo nature of it. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I can bring you around my family. Like, oh, yeah. I don't know if I'm ready. My family's ready for that. I've heard those kind of comments. It's you like, know. you ended up with a black person? Like, yeah. damn, like, what's I've, wrong yeah. with you? I've heard, like, <laughs> I've had stuff where, like, I didn't, the girl wouldn't invite me to certain events around her friends just because she didn't know if I would fit, fit in. in. Um, mm-hmm. So I've had I've had stuff like that, you know. Ain't playing country music at my wedding. You know, I've, I've, I've had I've had I've had parents I've had parents um, say like, "Oh my God, you're so well spoken." Like, yeah. Why can't you're I? You're so well smart spoken? and educated. You know. You talk white. Yeah. You're so yeah, white. Yeah, you're so white black girl. Yeah. But at the same time, me be, me being a former athlete and everything, like my experience has been a little different. Or oh, they expect you to be just, good. At yeah, your yeah. Sport, but, every sport. But mm-hmm. even that, like. Um, <laughs> 
I feel like I, I've been more accepted in some cases, you know, not exempt from all the racist stuff, racist shit that people say, but like I've been more accepted in, in many cases where it's like, I feel like because I was an athlete, a white girl may be more inclined to oh, yeah. talk to me or date me. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily because of who I am, but like my status or whatever. Now I'm not saying every everyone's like that, but I felt that before and had that, you know. Like yeah, it goes back to like oh, you know, they like the features, they like you know what what black men bring to the table. But at the same time, it's kind of like when it's time to tell mommy and daddy like, oh, here's my black boyfriend. Their parents are like, then it's not okay. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So that does he have a job? So, does so, he know his dad? So that's an interesting point, yeah. though. That's an interesting <laughs> point because what that sounds like to me is a fetish mm -hmm. don't it am i wrong am i wrong in thinking that so do you think but how is it different for i feel like it's different for you being a black athlete being successful in what you do you know other races being like oh i'm interested in west Dane, like I'm, I'm interested in what he does versus for me and tj it's different because we're females so is it still a fetish is, I is think the, it, is I think the it fetish can. still prominent i think it can be uh, if you go now, every, I, honestly, I think everything can be, be explained with history. Mm. Um, if you go back in history and even slavery times, like the slave master was still going into the slave chambers and sleeping with the black men. <laughs> so it's not like they have never not found us attractive. I mean, I've know? been told like, oh, so, like, we should we should have kids because I want athletic babies. Yeah. Like, what I, like? Yep. Okay. I want small kids. Yeah. I want mixed babies. I want. I want my kids to get a scholarship. Like. Okay. Right. <laughs> right. I've heard that so many times. Wow. A scholarship. I've heard it so many times. <laughs> so so many things. Right. Yeah, I mean, but like that's what I'm saying though. Like it's never like they. History shows that they see us as, as attractive. Mm -hmm. Now. I think it works either way. Like. Right. No, 100%. So why do you think black culture is so popular? Why do you think that people... Want to get their lips done, their want, butts done. They're, you know, BB... They want to be black, BBWs, but they don't want to be black. All that. No, it's um, why, 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 do, why do they want that? Why is it so prevalent? So, yeah, why is it like that... <laughs> Black black women aren't seen as beautiful like a white woman. You know, if you don't have the straight hair, like the slim waist, you know, all that stuff. But 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 like, but I feel like since times have changed with the surgeries that people are getting done, you know, they're getting their lips bigger, they're getting their their butts filled, they're they they're getting curly perms. The trend for high school guys right now, they're making their hair curly. They're getting curls like <laughs> what, hey, you know, what I, we have. I think I think a lot of Black culture is so creative and innovative. Like, like we we make great music. We we make great dances. You know, mm -hmm. you know we're beautiful. Every all of that stuff. And you know, uh, I think we should have some of the most creative art in 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 America. And everyone realizes that. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, they you see they only take the things that they want from it. Right. They don't. They don't appreciate it for what it is in my right. opinion because people so, black people people want to be black until it's time to be black facts mm -hmm. facts until it is time to be black until yeah. they want all it the features. is they don't want the culture they don't george want, floyd you know. having his his neck pinned to the ground by a white police officer on his knee people don't want to talk about that and and for me being a social media influencer and having so many followers i have not seen one person that is not black talk about George Floyd 
and what he went through here in Minneapolis. And that's crazy to me. And that's why I had posted, like, if you support this, unfollow me. 100%. Like, we're not friends because you don't, you don't value my life. You don't value what it is for me to be a, a black American woman in this society. That's crazy. Like, this is still happening. And I even talked about Emmett Till in the beginning. Like, this is still happening. And it's 2020. Like, when, we will never be equal. We will never be equal. I feel like we need to get into our experiences because you, you mentioned that, I got some shit You mentioned an interesting point that I kind of want to ask, though. Mm-hmm. So you said anyone who supports that type of stuff, you can't be friends with no, me. You can't, absolutely you can't, not. You can't, don't no. follow me, no. all this stuff. So my question is, what about, like, Trump supporters? What about them? Like, it depends how do, on How do you they're... feel about someone who supports Trump? And if you can like be friends with them well, as, that brings, as a black person. That brings back to the 90s when, what was it, the five in New York City? Trump wanted to execute them. If you support that, we're not friends. If anything, you're a fan of me if you follow that and you support it. Because you know, if you would know what Trump supports, a white supremacist and you want to be my friend yeah. oh we're cool we can be in the club blah, blah blah we can be at the strip club we can be out on vacation we're not friends because at the end of the day who are you sticking up for yeah i feel you on that i just i just feel like i can't necessarily um i just i mean the i can't educate people who yeah. i mean obviously like everybody supports their political right. leaders and they right. they have their parties that they associate with that's not like it's it's not that it's more like what what that he it stands for like what what do you like about him? It's not like you want him to be like, yeah, he has some some things that he wants done that may you know do well for America, but like him as a person, you know all the you know things that he supports, his mm-hmm. background, him not giving a shit about minorities is just kind of yeah. I don't know. It depends I, on how you support him, like. I've seen people, you know, they go on to say something racist and they say Trump 2020, like that, like you don't know what he stands for and you're going to say, I'm going to vote for Trump because it will hurt you and your people. Like that's different than like, Hey, I like this supporting fact Mm -hmm. about him, that, 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 what he's doing. Like, okay, that's fine. We can talk about it. So so to kind of wrap everything up as a whole, like you being a black woman, you being a black woman, me being a black man, what... What about racism and your experience in Minnesota um, has kind of shaped you and made you what you are and how you want to move forward with everything? 100%. Um, I definitely, you know, and we could go on this topic. I mean, we could have parts to this. We could have episodes on episodes about this topic. But I think for me, it's like understanding the importance of who I am, where I came from, and being confident and sure about that is so important. I think that's something that has made me who I am. It's something that I've had to grow into. It's something that I was not accepting of when I was younger because I would have people make fun of me, you know, like, oh, turn off the lights, where's B? Like, things like that. And now I am older, 25 now, where I accept that I am black and I love that I'm black and I wouldn't want to be any other race and I love where I, I come from. So I think that's definitely, like, shaped me and made me like stand strong and like who I am and what I believe in. I so say me picking back off that. <laughs> me growing up, like I said, um, I mean like I didn't I didn't, you know, appreciate I, I mean I've always appreciated black culture, but I 
didn't really know who I was and probably until I got to college. Um, just growing up as a young kid, I, I was one of those black girls who I was so ashamed of being black just because of the way white people would make me feel. They would, they would tell me like, why haven't you washed your hair in three days? Or like, mm -hmm. why are you so dark? Or like, oh, if you go outside, like you're going to get darker. Or just like, just the comments that, that my white friends would say, like she said, you go in a classroom and say, oh, you're going to disappear. Or like, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, the things that I hear, I used to be so ashamed of being black. It like, it makes me sad thinking about it. It's like, I used to cry to my parents. I'm like, I want to bleach my skin. I don't want to be black. Like, mm -hmm. I need to straighten my hair every day. Um, I didn't like who I was. And then um, I would hang out with black people. Like I said, I danced in North Minneapolis and I was like, I would not associate myself with them. I was like, they're different. They're ghetto. Like they, they act a different way. And like, what I was saying is what, you know, my white friends and peers would, <laughs> would shape my views on black people. And then finally, you know, my parents would be like, they they brought me around. They they got me involved with Jack and Jill. Um, I was around you know more black people and all of that. But like growing up with two of us in the school and they were, it's just it's just sad to think like, oh your hair is different, your skin's different. I would avoid the sun. Mm -hmm. I would miss out on trips because I didn't want to get darker because people would be like, oh look how black you are. Like yep. can you tan? Can yep. you like just just things that you you guys wouldn't even understand it's just like people try to feel our pain they try to say i get what you're going through but like you you really don't i had racist teachers i had to switch schools because i had teachers that were treating me so right. differently where i had to get out of that environment well it's just it's just kind of sad to think i know there's a lot of black kids that grow up that way you know they write the n-word on their their gym shirts they pick on them calling them monkeys it's just mm -hmm. it's sad like you guys don't understand what kind of tolls that takes on kids as they grow up that shapes who they are that shaped my opinion i was afraid of my own race mm -hmm. <laughs> i've grown up you know i love my culture i love the community and i I'm just all for it. I'm not embarrassed to be black anymore. So mm -hmm. I yeah. just, just no, love that. And it's, it's definitely a, a gradual place where you get there. Um, for me, you know, everything that I've learned throughout the years, just being able to be in different um, environments, I've, I've learned to interact with multiple people. And I feel like for me, the, the biggest thing for me is trying to um, just create a bridge, you know, where people, where you can educate people and, also give them real perspective, you know, of how people, how black people really feel, but also how other, how other communities feel about mm -hmm. the topic. And then from there we can create uh, some, at least some, somewhat of an understanding. Cause unless you can have understanding and actual real experiences and you can't really, um, you know, move forward. So. Right, 100%. That's the end of the podcast, though. Yeah. <laughs> We're wrapping it up. Our prayers go out to George Floyd's family, his loved ones, everyone that he was involved with. This has to stop. Help us spread the word by sharing this video, liking it. Make sure to subscribe. As always, we are not your psychologists. We are not trained to do this. We're not Dr. Phil or Oprah. So take <laughs> this with a grain of salt. We will see you next Wednesday. Shout out to uh, Wise God. Go buy that gear. <laughs> yes, 100%. <laughs>